Hello, hello sisters! Welcome to the Sisters in the Marketplace podcast, where God called us to serve. This is a platform for Christ-empowered women to encourage and empower other women in the marketplace. Every episode, we will get to interview one amazing woman of God and listen as they share their wins and struggles representing Christ in the marketplace. Join us and let us build a community where women build each other up, encourage and empower one another so we can together thrive in our own businesses. All right, I think we are live. So hello, hello, sisters. And I'm your host. I'm Rose Imperial of the Virtual Empire. I'm a social media manager for Christian women coaches and entrepreneurs. And we have a very special sister with us today and who has the spotlight, of course, for today and called Sister Spotlight. But before I introduce her, uh, let me let us just start with a short prayer. So, Lord, our Heavenly Father, you are an awesome, awesome God, Lord, you're truly wonderful and loving and kind and lord we lift up to you today's episode may you override our preparations and may your word be revealed to the person that you intended it for again lord um thank you for this opportunity and we lift up everything to you and we pray this in the mighty name of our lord jesus amen all right I'm so excited for today. So I know that me and all the sisters that will listen to you would really learn a lot from you, uh, from your experiences and how is God present in your business. And so without further ado, our sister in the spotlight is a Christian confidence coach. She works with faith-led entrepreneurs who have a business or want to start one, but do not believe they are equipped and capable to pursue it. She coaches them to have full confidence through Jesus and to build up their confidence in themselves and help them believe that they are capable while surrendering the outcome to the Lord. So let's all welcome our sister, Courtney Berry. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> me too, me too, and I'm sure all of our sisters who's watching right now are also excited to meet you. Again, this is your spotlight, and I really, really want to hear from you. So, are you ready for I our am practice? ready. <laughs> no, ready. So, my first question is, can you tell me more about your business? Because you are a Christian confidence coach. So, what does that mean? So, like, especially I find as women, we're the hardest on ourselves. We're always talking down to ourselves. And you hear very common of, you know, would you say this to your best friend? Is kind of the attitude that I have. <laughs> it's like, we're so mean on mean to ourselves. We're always talking down to ourselves and saying like, we can't do this, you know, and all the things that we're saying to ourselves. I always tell my clients and my audience, you know, like, if you're telling yourself this, ask yourself, would you tell this to your best friend? Because chances are you're going to say no. And a lot of the things that we tell ourselves, we're, we're subconsciously training ourselves to believe what it is that we're saying. So I work with my clients on getting that belief in themselves, but mainly 
what I focus on in my coaching is growing that faith, growing that that relationship with God, because naturally we're following his purpose. So I teach my clients not only to be confident, but to grow in confidence through Jesus. So I have a lot of scriptures that I share with them. And I didn't even think I probably should have pulled some aside. <laughs> I'm sure I can find some. But yeah, I just teach them to believe in themselves because we're all fully capable. God is equipping us. And if we have that desire on our heart, there's no reason that we can't that we can't go and pursue it because he's going to equip us. He's going to qualify us. We have everything we need. <laughs> Spot on. I, I really believe that it's not us, but the Lord who will make it possible. Thank you. Thank you for that. And what do you love about what you do? I love watching the transformations. It is absolutely beautiful. Like it is the most amazing thing, even just through one session with me, just watching the transformation that they have is like, I had a session with a woman the other day and she didn't, she wasn't giving herself the credit for all the things that she's accomplished in her life. And I got to watch her go from, you know, like I'm stressed, I'm burnt out, I'm exhausted. I'm, you know, I'm just happy with where I am. I'm not happy, but I'm trying to tell myself I'm happy. And watching her go from that to, you know, realizing that I'm putting myself in this position because I'm, I'm putting myself here, essentially. And just watching her grow that confidence in herself to realize, like, you know, I've accomplished all of these amazing things in my life. There's no reason that I should feel stuck in this position, because if I can do all of these things, there's no reason that I can't accomplish anything else going further with my life. Like this is not the end of my line. This is not where I'm, you know, destined to be the rest of my life. If I want to pursue this, then I, I'm going to go pursue it because now I believe I can do it. And through all the things that I have accomplished, my history and my stories are telling me that I can do it. So it's just watching, watching them transform and really just believe in themselves is just, you can't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just cannot imagine how wonderful that feeling is, you know, seeing it for yourself, how they come from this to this, and what an amazing job you have to actually witness it all and for you to be kind of responsible with those results, right? So it's really, really amazing. Praise God for your heart <laughs> and for your now, this question, the third one that we have, how have you grown in the last 12 to 24 months to become a better Christian business leader? Because you're a leader yourself. Hmm. So this is a fantastic question. And I know you know exactly why and you're eager to know. <laughs> so I was actually, I was a life coach and then I mm -hmm. branded myself as a happiness coach. And I found through doing happiness coaching, there was a lot of people coming to me for business coaching. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm a business coach now. So God is meanwhile up there watching me like, you're not understanding where I want you to be right now at all. <laughs> like, you have the puzzle pieces, but you're not connecting them in the way that I want you to connect them. So I started seeing this this huge growth with my business coaching. And I was just about to have my first $1,000 month. I was so excited. And God's like, 
okay, so now I want you to take a step back. I want you to take a year off. And I'm like, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> like, I am about to have my biggest month ever. People are recommending me. I'm getting testimonials right, left and center. And you want me to quit? What? <laughs> it was that big moment for myself of him going, okay, I'm willing to give you all the things that you desire and I'm willing to show you the way, but you have to take this step and you have to trust me. And it was kind of that moment where it was really testing my faith and how much I trusted him and how much I was willing to surrender everything to him. And it was hard. Like that was my big moment of, okay, this is what surrendering feels like is, you know, it doesn't make any sense to do what you're about to do. It makes zero sense because I was about to have my first thousand dollar month. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to quit now. Like, <laughs> like to most people, like that was crazy. That was insane. But I'm like, God wants me to do it. So I'm doing it. So I took a year off and then I've always wanted to go to college and get my, my business certification. So I was kind of in in that year off, I was kind of thinking about it, but I'm like, I don't have the money and it's just, it's not the right time. And you know, that, that talk that we always tell ourselves why we can't do things. So I was <laughs> driving and as I was driving, I was thinking about it, not realizing I'm right by the college and this moving truck, I kid you not, was in front of me with arrows pointing at the college saying, you get to choose. And I'm like, Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> like, do you guys ever have those moments where you like, you're like, okay, this is clearly a sign from the Lord. Yeah, I get those all the time. So that happened. So my year off turned into a year and a half. <laughs> and then through that time away, like literally it was just a time away for me to refocus, grow my relationship with him, get, get closer to him because as much as I said I was a a bit or a God-centered business, I really wasn't centered on him. So that time away gave me that opportunity to really shift how I showed up in my business. Cause yeah, I, I talked about God in my coaching sessions, but I wasn't really giving him the praise and you know the glorification that he is truly worthy of. I was taking all the credit for everything. Whereas now I'm like, it's all God. It's all God. This interview, this is all God. That bookstore interview, that's all God. Like it's, I'm just here. I'm his, I'm his puppet. Where do you want me, Lord? <laughs> like, it's kind of what that I is, do. That is such a privilege. <laughs> Won't you agree? I mean, to be used by the Lord and for Him to be glorified in everything that we do. And let's say hi to Tanikia. So she's if you have a question for Courtney, of course, don't forget to put it in the comments and we will read it. And Courtney, of course, will answer it for you. That is a question. Exactly, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it is an actually you sent it to me by email. And when I read it, I was I was like, I need to know more about this one one year turned into one and a half years. I want to know more how the Lord um, is present in that one and a half years, and how how did you you know decide that okay I will stop this, I'll do, I'll obey, um, I want to do your will. So I was really happy with that. But of course, I prepared a question for that. But before that, we <laughs> have another question, and I asked you about this as well earlier. Uh, or a few days ago. So 
if we, millionaires have their daily routine, um, as a Christian woman entrepreneur, what is yours? What do you think we should have as our routine as Christian entrepreneurs? Oh, this is such an amazing question. So same with like the millionaire routines. Like I'm sure many of you have kind of tried dabbling in them and figuring out what works for you and are finding that, you know, this 4 a.m. wake up call, you know, getting up, going to the gym or writing in your journal and so on and so forth is not you at all. So same goes with having a routine as a Christian. Like everything is is going to be different for every single individual because God carefully crafted us all differently. So the things that may work for me might not work for you. So I'll give you a whole bunch of different different suggestions. And I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Some might work for you, some might not. But with me personally, like before I took that year and a half off, I hated, hated, hated reading the Bible. I'm <laughs> like being totally honest. I hated it. I'm like, I really should as a Christian be reading my Bible right now, but I just don't feel like it. So it took me to have that year and a half off to finally find something that works for me and realize that, okay, as a Christian, I don't have to read the Bible from front to back. Like that just does not work for me. So if you're one of those people that is, you know, I, I want to wake up and read my Bible, but I'm just not enjoying it. Ask yourself how you're reading it. And if the way you're reading it is working for you, because I mean, I learned so much just going, Lord, show me what you want me to read today. And just flipping to a random page and going, yep that's what I needed today. <laughs> so one of the things that I have while reading the Bible that I found was just really, it was amazing kind of uncovering it and figuring out what worked for me was like the example that I pulled out was my journal entry from Proverbs 31, 25. So what I do is like, while I'm learning the Bible is I read I read the scripture, so it's, she's clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. So then I took out the she, and I put my name, so it's more relatable to me reading the scripture. So then I changed it to, Courtney is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. So then I looked up, so there's strength, there's dignity, there's laughs, and there's fears, kind of like the the other words in there. So I looked up those those words in the dictionary to kind of see what those those phrases actually mean so when i i looked up strength i put basically the definition of it but i wrote it about me so i put courtney has the mental or emotional qualities necessary in dealing with situations or events that are distressing or difficult and then you can kind of do that with different different verses and kind of get a more of a deeper meaning into what it is that you're reading so there's that that I do and that works really well. I love doing that with different verses because I'm like, why does this verse really hit home with me? Like, what is it about this verse that I just love? So that's a really cool activity that I've been doing. And I mean, like what I've been doing in the morning for my routines, like I, I don't set a time for myself. I, I tried setting a time that did not work for me. I'm very wake up when my body feels like waking up. <laughs> I know some of you may not have the privilege to do that, but I do, thankfully, very grateful. But whenever I wake up, I told God, my it's not going to be when I first wake up because that's not always going to happen, but it's going to be my first cup of coffee is dedicated to you. And my first cup of coffee, I go sit in my war room and if you haven't seen the movie War Room. I really recommend it. It's amazing. 
And that's kind of what inspired my time with God is like, and that's another thing with prayer too. If you're intimidated by prayer, a lot of people are afraid to pray because they don't know how to pray. So that was something that I, I found I had to add into my routine that worked in a way for me. And literally prayer to me is just sit down with a cup of coffee, like Jesus is across from you and you're just having a conversation. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, very scripted. And it says, I can't remember the scripture off the top of my head, but there's a spot in the Bible that talks about, you know, like, don't be like a, was it a babbling pagan or something trying to pray? Like, it's not read this, read that. Like, it's not a script. It's not, that's not what prayer is meant to be. So I ended up incorporating, you know, conversations with Jesus in, in my mornings. And since I've been doing that, I've noticed when I'm driving, I actually, instead of putting music on, I've started listening to, or not listening, instead of listening to music, <laughs> I've turned, I've found myself turning off my music and just having a conversation as though like God's beside me and he's my road trip buddy. Like I'll go, I'll go, like I was driving for a 10 hour road trip by myself and I noticed two hours out of my road trip, I just sat there in prayer and just having a conversation. Like I've never done that before. So Mm -hmm. once you kind of figure out what routine works for you, it's going to naturally start unfolding. But Mm -hmm. really the whole point of being a Christian and having that routine is literally just find what works for you and spending time with God. So if it's reading your Bible, if it's watching sermons, if it's going for a walk and just praying while you're walking, if it's, you know, just having that moment, you know, like if you're dealing with a whole bunch of stuff, your kids are screaming and you're just overwhelmed. If it's that, you know, I'm going to hide in the pantry for 10 minutes just to be at peace. Maybe that's your time with God. I don't know. But it's finding that routine that works for you with your time, your schedule. And it's not because the, the whole thing with having a routine is it's, it's something that you enjoy doing. It's not something that's on your to-do list, which I find a lot of people struggle with creating routines is, oh, I haven't checked this off my list yet. Oh, I haven't checked this off their list yet. And then you start beating yourself up because you didn't finish your full routine. So if you have just different things that you enjoy doing that light you up, then you're going to be able to figure out that routine for you. So I don't know if that answers your questions or not, but I mean, be grateful. Pray, spend time with God. Three things. <laughs> definitely, definitely helped me. Um, yes, that's actually my routine every morning. So I spend my time with the Lord, read a chapter. Um, but un- unlike you, I, I, I really want to read the Bible from cover to cover. So because there's a lot of stories out there and I really don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. And because um, the Lord is revealing himself, as you mentioned, right? The Lord is revealing himself through the Bible because that is his word. So you really have to be in the presence of him. And I really love what you say that um, it's really important that you spend time with the Lord, especially as Christians. We really have to have that time alone with him and to have that very personal moments, very personal time with him. As you said, right, when you're driving. Yeah. It's your body. It is just there. And that, that's your time spending time with him. So this really, really amazing just goes to show how personal you are, or how personal your relationship is with the Lord. And I really love that. So this 
next question is about that. Why did yeah, it happen? So before we jump into the next question, can I add something that you said that was beautiful? So one of the things that like when I don't have that routine, I don't start my day with God, my day just goes. Oh. <laughs> and I find whenever those days happen, I don't even realize that I I forgot to do it because I some days I wake up too late and then I have calls and then I'm distracted and life just gets ahead of me. But then I notice, so I take that time and I step away and I go, did I spend time with God today? And chances are, those are the days that I say no. And I go, that's, that's what I need to do right now. And then as soon as I go and I have that time and I step away and say, okay, hey, I tried to run my day today. It's not working. I need you in my day. <laughs> exactly. That's what happens to me. Yeah. And yeah, but uh, you know, the Lord is always, we know that the Lord is always there, but really have to be that intentional of spending time mm -hmm. with him. Okay. So, okay. Now the next question, you said that God told you to take a year off, which turned into one and a half years. Uh, and that, um, what, what was it like? Um, can you explain to me what was it like, the one and a half years? of you being off the business? Because I know you love doing business so much, right? So uh, it yeah. might have been so hard for you to leave that aside and to um, to stay quiet with your time with the Lord. And also, I want to know, what did you learn about the Lord during that time of rest? What did he reveal to you? So during that time, when I first started, like you said, I love business. <laughs> I'm, I'm like always business, business, business. What can I do today? So excited. How can I help people? How can I serve? So that's, it was very hard at first to get out of that mentality of, well, today, what's on my to-do list with my business? What do I have to do today? And it's like, oh, right. I don't, I'm not doing it anymore. So I found when I first started, I had to have that support system to tell people like, hey, this is what God wants me to be, wants me to be doing right now can you please be my support system and call me out when I'm not following through? So with that, I found it was really neat because God ended up in that time teaching me about, you know, having that community and that support system and that like, and I've always been very individual where I've, I've, you know, felt like I can do everything by myself don't need that help because I have it. You know, I can ask for it, but why ask for help when I, I'm already doing it myself kind of person. So mm -hmm. it really opened my eyes to how vulnerable we can actually be as humans and how no matter how strong we are or how strong we feel we are, we still need that support. Mm -hmm. And it gave me that permission to be okay with asking for that support. So that was a really cool lesson that he taught me is just like, same how, you know, mm -hmm. like, had his 12 disciples like who's my support team who do I have around me to help me and the more I thought about it I realized that I had a tendency to push people away anytime they got close to me so I also mm -hmm. was able to you know uncover a lot of stuff that I've put in the past that I realized I haven't actually healed from so it mm -hmm. it was really a time of you know self-discovery and finding out who I am and who God created me to be and where my gifts are and what gifts I'm actually using and what I'm not using. And it was it was just a year and a half of a lot of exploring myself and trusting myself and and then getting back into business. <laughs> like it was it was also another lesson too because 
um, January. So it wasn't quite a full year and a half before my brain was, Hey, you're, you're going to go start doing this. Mm-hmm. And it was a matter of me kind of deciphering whether or not this is me saying I need to do this or whether or not it's God saying, trust me now, now is your time to start again. So mm-hmm. it was really a time of me being able to distinguish, okay, is this me, me talking to myself or is this God trying to tell me? So I took a lot of time, like through my time with God in that year and a half off of learning to be still and figure out if this is me talking to myself or if this is his voice and him trying to give me a message. So I did end up starting my business like it wasn't quite fully a year and a half. It was like a year and, you know, like eight months, nine months or something. But it was little little baby steps. And what did you learn about who God is during that time? I learned a lot about like how he's basically, he's always with us. Like I learned that there's only good in the world. There's like, there's like his side of the world and then there's the enemy's side. And like, no matter what, he's always with us and he's always going to make everything good. And Mm -hmm. it was just, it was kind of more of almost a discovery of who I was than more like who God was like my relationship with him grew and I'm learning more and more about him as my time goes. But that time was just more of, you know, I did learn a lot about like the Holy spirit and how like the Holy spirit's within us and like our body is a temple. And I learned, you know, like if I'm not feeling good, then, (laughs) you know, my relationship's probably not that great right now, or I'm not taking proper care of myself. So it was, it was was just a lot of self-discovery more than figuring out who he is. It's kind of figuring out who I am in him, if that makes sense. It was totally, and that's that's amazing, right? Um, You thought that that one and a half years all about you, finding out who you are, but it's actually God who wants you to know who he is and who you are. Mm-hmm. for him because he created you and he fearfully and wonderfully made you and i also love uh, what you mentioned that um during that one and a half years of that's when you realize that you really need other people that you just cannot rely on yourself right and that um no matter how strong we are we really need to have someone because i believe that's actually how god created us we are relational beings we really need to have a connection with someone and i believe that's also the reason why you have clients right why you are a coach because someone needs to always be with someone to help them and to guide them so it's really amazing how you are guiding these other women through and being confident not just in themselves, but who they are, who they are for the Lord. And your experiences uh, for that one and a half year really helped you out to really figure that out for yourself. So that is just amazing. <laughs> and so uh, another question, why do you think it is important for us Christian women entrepreneurs to include God in our business? Sorry, what was the question? Uh, why do you think it is important for us Christian women entrepreneurs to include God in our business? Well, as Christian entrepreneurs, it's our, th- this is literally like, a, like I mentioned earlier, 
we're we're literally God's puppets. Like he <laughs> he has a plan for us. He knows exactly where we're going. And like it's what I feel like we need to realize is that like he he gives us that free will, but mm -hmm. it's almost like an illusion of free will. Like naturally we don't have that free will. He wants us to come and seek him. He wants us to you know, seek him in a way that he can continue to guide us and show us where he wants us to be. But with including him in our business, like he knows the path for us. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's like if you were to have an instruction manual in front of you and say, okay, you can figure it out by yourself. Or I have this book right here, a.k.a. God, <laughs> who is going to guide you, give you the step-by-step, -step, tell you where you need to go, or you can choose this path and you can figure it out yourself and struggle along the way. So it's a matter of knowing that he's going to continually guide you in a way that's going to work best for you because he knows how you work. Mm -hmm. And as we're going through our, our struggles and our journeys and our growth, having him included like thanking him and praising him and you know realizing that without him you probably wouldn't be where you are today like half the stuff that I've done I'm like how is that possible <laughs> like how did that happen like no way did I do that but I didn't do that he helped me do that and that is just amazing that's how God is right he will always be with um regardless if we want to or not but he would always be with us and we would always feel um his presence in everything every single thing that we do in everything that we see because as you mentioned earlier he was the one who created us therefore he knew everything about us and he already know where we're going right okay well i really really enjoyed you answering all those questions but of course before we end this uh, and since this is your spotlight is there anything that you would like to promote is there anything that's keeping you busy nowadays that you want to share to our sisters so right now i've got my devotional that i would love to share <laughs> i actually in front of me somewhere down here <laughs> so i've got this devotional that's self-love for women and mm -hmm. 21 day journey to self-discovery figure out who you are in christ figure out all your unique qualities you know going through your past and who you are and all the things that you've been through and what it's taught you and how it's developed you as a as a woman and it's just a, a beautiful devotional with lots of transformation so i have that i'm gonna be placing orders this weekend so if anyone wants a signed copy and you're in US or Canada, let me know. Otherwise, shipping is going to be probably way too much and you probably won't want a signed copy if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> I mean, some people do and they, they pay the exorbitant shipping price, but yeah, so I have that. What I asked you earlier, right? Is there a downloadable PDF for this one? Or is this is just available in a hardcover case book. There's the hard copy, and then there's also the ebook on Amazon you can get. Well, then that's amazing. So they just need to type in on Amazon, Courtney Berry Self Love or Self Love, and you will get um, this uh, book. I really pray that 
you know, this will reach a lot of women, uh, this devotional, and that, as you said, it would help them find who they are with Christ. So it's an amazing, amazing thing that we have uh, today. I hope that we have more time, but I know you also need to do something. You're one busy woman. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for your time. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to know more about you, Courtney. And I really hope that others out there would really see how you are you know how god made you who you are a jolly wonderful person who loves to write and who can write a book in just a matter of hours in a um coffee shop right that's your talent that's your amazing talent that the lord has given given to you so again it's our our pleasure to hear from you i pray that everything that you do will be blessed by the lord so that you could also continue to be a blessing to other women. So I hope that you enjoy our sister spotlight for today. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy this too for me. So again, thank you very much, everyone. And God bless. Thank you. Bye. -bye. God bless. Bye. Bye, Bye. Did you enjoy today's episode? There's more to come. Please share the word out so we can reach and inspire more women in the marketplace. Download and subscribe to our podcast and please don't forget to leave a review. Thank you.